0: Appreciating others with frequent and genuine acknowledgement for their contributions motivates them to expand on what's working and to perform at higher levels. When people feel appreciated, it's easier for them to hear constructive feedback. And it's her to support, so collaboration, innovation, and results all increase. I'm Jason Gore, and I'm here with executive coach Robert McDaughton. Thanks, Jason. I love this practice because okay. it is so elusively
1: simple that most people don't prioritize it among all the tips and tricks of being a, a great leader and culture builder. Uh, something so simple can be one of the most powerful things. I think of all the work I do with my executive clients, I've probably focus on this practice more than any because of how effective it can be at cultivating healthy culture.
0: Totally agree, Robert. Um, Not only is it um, not practiced often, it's just severely underutilized given its power. I mean, appreciation is cheap. It takes a little bit of time, a little bit of thought, a little bit of intention. The results that it produces are astronomical in terms of actual business results.
1: Yeah. And if you're listening to this recording, you can probably think of the category of people in your life who appreciate, who express appreciation and acknowledgement, use your name, things like that, and the people who don't, that it's, it's really a night and day distinction.
0: You know, that's true, and you know, there's some people that are very self-starters and they're really results-oriented and they kind of are self-motivated by the results they produce, and they're like, what is Robert talking about? I don't know who those are because they don't need appreciation or they at least think they don't need appreciation. Right. And so they don't think other people need it and don't u- utilize it. And it's like it's kind of like if there was a hundred dollar bill on every single square in the sidewalk, you know, they're just walking right past it. That's right. It's uh it's shocking. So what's the cost
1: when a leader doesn't do that? Let's let's drill down into um, you know, does this actually matter as much as we think it does?
0: Yeah. Um, I think it does. I mean, I think that there are leaders that could surround themselves by people that don't say they need appreciation and the work itself, a uh, job well done is enough to motivate them. Um, But most teams, you know, to get to that place where everybody on the team really is just motivated in that way, it's rare. And, um, you know, in senior level of leadership, even I, I find that appreciation breaks through so much. So when it's not happening, um, you know, yes, there's a little less motivation, right? Pe- people who are feel appreciated and respected, you know, they're more engaged, they're more motivated. Um, and when they're not appreciated, it's like, you know, they're not motivated to do a great job. They'll do. They're motivated motivated to do good enough so that they don't get caught. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's my experience. Is that what this can
1: result in is a workplace where people are cogs in a machine. And if this cog isn't functioning well, well, let's just replace that cog. And uh, does it matter if I work harder? Does it matter if I push myself beyond what I think I'm capable of? Well, why would I do that? I'm, I'm doing as much as I need to do
0: to be here. It's kind of like a factory floor, you know, working right. on a conveyor belt. Right. Right. Like, you know, hey, I'm going to get paid the same whether I do 100 parts or 120, so why bother trying? That's right. Worker 237, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, and,
1: you know, so it's like if we're just relying on intrinsic motivation and everybody just to kind of figure it out on our own, sure, we'll, we'll get a, a modicum of results that way. We, it might be good enough. But if we're the kind of leader that wants excellence in our culture, if we want to not only just kind of achieve our goals, but excel, with our goals and have a flourishing culture that people are magnetized to that you attract some of the best talent that's out there because of the culture that you have what it feels like to work there then this is probably one of the most important ingredients you can add to
0: that Uh, i agree and it's actually kind of surprising how much leverage it produces because when it's not there what i see is a couple things first of all the people that come in like all excited to strive they end up kind of pulling back, like good behaviors yes. are not reinforced. And so the good stuff that you want just simply disappears. Um, but the other thing is when people don't feel appreciated, it's really difficult to give them negative feedback. Yeah. They get reactive and triggered and they get defensive and fight back. Whereas someone who is has a relationship where they feel appreciated by the other person, they're gonna be much more likely to see negative feedback as support and wow, thank you for that. I'm eager to improve.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean why would I want to hear your feedback, your opinion about me if I'm you know, if I'm just here just to do this job, you know, like that that's what we call, you know, fixed mindset as opposed to a growth mindset. If if it's just like, listen, I'm just here, do what I'm you pay me to do, um, like stop telling me how I should mm-hmm. be doing it.
0: Um yeah. You know, just yesterday, I talked to a leader about this, and he said, look, why should I appreciate someone for doing a, a job? Like, that's their job. I'll appreciate it if they really excel, and I'll beat them up if they, you know, aren't doing their job, but if they're just doing their job, you know, why should I appreciate them? And, you know, my response was, you know, this is simply like human economics. That's right. Because it pays off. And he's like, it's against my like moral fiber to do that. I'm like, okay, like that's your choice. Just know that you're leaving a lot of money on the table because yeah. you're leaving performance on the table. And you know, his plan is simply to, to surround himself by people that are motivated to do a good job. Sure,
1: and that could work out all right, but it's kind of like, well, yeah. Let us know how that works out for you. You know, and yeah. it's like social equity is a thing, and it can be as simple as like using people's names and. Showing that you're paying attention, Uh, and and, it 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 has myriad applications. But we'll get there in a minute. Let's let's talk about like what's getting in the way of leaders Mm -hmm. doing this as often as we know it. it, They should be.
0: You know, it's funny. I know a lot of great leaders that are actually a little embarrassed or shy about giving positive feedback. It's like they think it's cheesy or uncomfortable. It's there's, there's a little bit of intimacy. When, right. when you give positive feedback. That's right. If it's not even about the person. If it's just about a task, you know.
1: It's a little personal. Mm-hmm. And that's what this practice is, making things personal. Yeah. Things <laughs> like, Jason, you know, what you said there, I appreciate what you did there. And, yeah, it, it, it feels a little awkward and uncomfortable for a reason, right? You know, because we're actually getting into a little vulnerability here of you know making contact with another human being but mm-hmm. it has a payoff it yeah. has a, it, it creates that thing where the person's like oh i'm
0: actually a human being i'm not a cog in, in the machine yep you know another thing that holds people back is simply just doing it they just forget and i think this is where i like i fall in this trap this is actually one of my or at least used to be one of my worst practices um just because i'm so driven on results so pushing hard and growing so hard and What's next? What's next? I just forget to like stop and appreciate, you know, a task well done, including, you know, self-appreciation. Like, wow, that was, you know, self-congratulations. I'm like, dude, I rock that. Yeah. It's critical. Yeah. And so I don't give it to others and then, you know, I try to give them negative feedback and they're like, dude, you hate me. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're amazing. I don't hate you. Like, well, how would I know? Like, and you get in these really surprising conversations that a little appreciation can get over. Yeah. The other big thing that, oh, go ahead, Robert. Well, I was going to say, it's like, you know,
1: we'll get to like how to apply this more, but like, you know, eliciting feedback and actually finding out, you know, what people think, you know, can reveal a lot about how much you're actually doing this or not.
0: Yeah. I think the other thing that really gets in the way of appreciating and people feeling appreciated is a lot of the positive appreciation is done in kind of these big generalities. Yes. You know, it sounds something like, hey, Robert, you know, you did a great job on that last recording, um, but there was a few hiccups and I thought you went the wrong way. You know, and, like, do you feel appreciated?
1: Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's not – there's nothing I can do with that, you know, as a generalization. Um, it doesn't actually fuel a behavior in me. It doesn't actually, like, show, oh, this person was really paying attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas if I say, hey, I really love that story you told there in that, and it just really brought – the recording kind of alive and felt really engaging, you know and, and by the way, there's other, other things that you could correct, but you could do something with that that 's right it's like when you said this
1: specific thing in this meeting, like what that made possible for me was to know that I could discern more around this it's like get practical, get really specific about it, and that'll actually nour- uh, nourish. And grow the thing that you're saying that you appreciate,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know it's it's like, it's saying it's like giving only positive feedback to specific results. It's like imagine if you're a gardener and you have a garden, and you know some plants are generating big fruit and some are just kind of starting to fruit. Does that mean you stop watering the ones that aren't, you know, bearing the big fruit, and you only mm-hmm. water the ones with the big fruit, yeah. like? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense there. Well, the same thing goes for your colleagues and for your team, right? It's like everyone deserves human attention. Doesn't mean you need to like lie to them and butter them up. Just pay attention and show Mm -hmm. that you're paying attention through acknowledgement.
0: Yep. When I was studying persuasion back in college, University of Pennsylvania, I was working with some of kind of the world class leaders in how do you create behaviors. And so I spent a lot of my time actually studying animals and so when I was looking at how to train a dolphin, it really caught my attention, right? How do you get a dolphin, for example, to jump through a hoop three feet above the water? Right. And, you know, the way that you do it is the first thing you do is you give them a fish every time they go to a certain part of the pool that's near the hoop. Right. Like it's not a very high bar, right? But then, you know, over time, you, you actually, whenever they touch the hoop, you give them a fish and you don't give them a fish any longer when they just get to that area. Right. And then when they put a part of their body through the hoop, and then when they go all the way through the hoop, and then you start raising the hoop, right? And eventually you have a dolphin doing something very unnatural, right? right. Jumping through a hoop, and it's all done through basically positive acknowledgement, you know, yeah. reinforcement through a fish, you yeah. know, by giving them food. And dogs are the same way. Any, any dog owner knows this. Yep. And human beings are the same way too.
1: And yep. that's... As human beings, we can do pretty extraordinary things if we're paid attention to and have a vision for us held, you know, right. to do this. So let's, let's get into that more. How, how does a, um, a leader
0: bring this into their culture really well? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say that some leaders just do this and they do it automatically. Yes. And sometimes those leaders kind of go too far and they can't give negative feedback. And so there is two sides of the coin here. Yeah. Um, but a very simple approach to this is what I call a plus delta, where you say what worked, you know, and what could have been done differently, um, and, or what could be done differently in the future. So it's task-based. It's about the action, the result, the, the task that was completed. And that's a really good time to do it is someone hands you a report. Someone sends you an email. Like, you not only respond to the content, but you also re- respond to how they did the thing. Hey, I really like this. It was succinct. I liked how you summarized your point at the top, and you gave me all the details. It got me everything I needed, you know, and it was 2 in the morning, so I couldn't interact with you. So keep doing that. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, um, it would have been awesome if it got here at 9 nine p.m. rather than 2 in the morning. I love that you're working late, but I needed it earlier. Um, you know, so the plus delta of, like, what can be improved and 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 what happens then is, you know, you you give a balanced set of feedback, um, including a very specific positive appreciation. So that's one thing that's a practice that I see works really well, a very simple practice.
1: Yep. And, you know, at its base, you know, what we're talking about is simply just saying what someone did, you know, using the name and like what the context of that is. And that that can be very done, like easily on the fly in a meeting. like, Jason, um, yeah, I, I really like what you said about that. Like, I want to expand on that. Or can you say more about that, you know, and, and just you know, use the person's name, like, and and say what they did. And all of a sudden, it's like, the person's like, whoa, right, I said that, I did that. You know, it's like engaging in a way. And you can also do this, uh, I see leaders do this really well in emails. You know, if you've got a team email or a newsletter coming out, like acknowledge and celebrate the contributions of an individual on your team, it's like, you know, Jason gave this presentation last week and he mentioned this bullet point. And I really want to, you know, emphasize that it, 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 something so simple that will boost the serotonin in that person and have the other people in the company want to be seen and recognized in the same way. I mean, it can have dramatic results.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more specific it is, the more people tend to feel appreciated. Yes. So when we talk about specific, it's, it's not only about the actions that they took or the results that they achieved. Um, there's other elements that you could also bring in you could talk about the circumstances. What challenges did they overcome? What obstacles did you see that they faced and how did they do that? Um, you could actually speak about the impact on you right where you bring it into the that's right element Wow Because of this success I not only feel like I could give you stuff and you could run with it more um, But I noticed that for myself. I sleep better at night knowing that you're on the job Yeah and, right, and it, be, it becomes very personal very fast, which is in part sometimes why people are avoiding it. But the impact on you is another aspect. And an, another piece that you could acknowledge is the future. What's now possible for the project, the team or the company, right? By doing this thing, we've you know, created a foundation so that we actually know about our customers and we could actually start to ping them individually based on their needs And we're going to, you know, this could really open the door to huge amounts of new revenue.
1: Yeah. That's another uh, place that I see this being done really well is with customers that where a company will do a case study on one of their clients, one of their customers, someone that they work with, publish that out through their advertising channels, Mm -hmm. demonstrate that. And all of a sudden it has that client be one of their kind of just like, you know, most core allied clients and has other clients be like, well, I want to, I want to be seen and recognized that way, mm. and it's it's actually a brilliant
0: strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, in those cases, people listen to specifics right? yes. in appreciation. Like, you know, this is a great customer is like not all that meaningful, right? But when you really get into the details, yeah. right, trying to identify the specifics of what makes them a great customer or what makes this a great work product, it reinforces that behavior across the board and you know, people are always listening to specifics. So the problem is, though, it takes time to notice those specifics. And so, you know, a lot of leaders will tell me, hey, I'm in these meetings, they don't really apply to me. Um, I get bored, I pull out my phone, I tell them to pull out a piece of paper and just actually take notes and on right. appreciations. Yes, right. Yeah. And it's amazing. And then, you know, at the end of the meeting, or when the time's right, or in the hallway, um, to then they have all these notes about what they appreciated. And you tend not to, like most, most leaders I work with, they tend not to remember those for very long without writing them down. They yes. really remember all the specifics of what didn't work and yes. what the problems were, but the specifics of what really worked seem to be more elusive when it comes to memory. There's a little yeah. less emotional cadence.
1: It's, it's, you know, in recall, like, you know, this is what people that teach people that want to remember their dreams. It's just like when you wake up, you, you write down as much as you can remember and that actually has you remember more. Well, it's like I facilitate a lot of meetings and oftentimes, you know, when I'm kind of like in doubt of like, you know, what I should be doing or something like that, I, I'll just kind of in my mind, just look at the members of the circle. It's just like, what was the last person? What was the last thing this person said? Oh, they haven't talked in a while, but when they did speak, it was this. Like, can I actually remember? And the more that I track that way, the more I naturally recall what mm-hmm. people are contributing. Right. You know, it's, it's all the information you need is all right there. Yeah. And you don't actually have to be the martyr, heroic leader that, like, does everything for the team. But facilitating out the best of your team can be as simple as just noticing and acknowledging what people are saying.
0: Yep. And, you know, I think another thing that leaders do that when they do this well, they don't wait a long time to deliver the positive feedback. Yep. Right? They try to do it relatively short. And that means, like, same day, day after, definitely same week. Sure. Um, you know, appreciating someone for something that happened last week, especially if it was something small, is, like, it's likely not going to happen but it's like uh, it kind of gets brushed off right it's better to be like you know soon um you know so so my cue is every time a task is completed right someone gives me a work product sends me an email delivers something yes. um i really try hard to say one thing i appreciate and it's a it's a practice hey i really appreciate this yep and then i'll go into the content yep uh,
1: i i use it in sales all the time if i'm you know talking to a, a prospective client it's just like geez you know what i heard you say there i really appreciated this 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 mm-hmm. so simple not hard to develop how to do and then you know in in the the kind of you know macro perspective of things you can do something like if you have like an annual conference you know or your company does a thing doing the old award for the best sales rep, whatever where you're celebrating individuals mm-hmm. for their individual contributions. It's kind of cliche, but it it's cliche for a reason. It yeah. just works. People people want to be seen and
0: appreciated and they will work harder to do that. Yeah. I will I will offer a caution that when you know you really highlight a few people, other people sometimes feel you know jealous or upset right. that they didn't get highlighted. So you know if you're gonna if you're gonna pick one person to highlight, make sure that you talk to the team leader and like, make sure that they're the right person for the right thing. Um, and that, you know, you spread spread on the love over time, but that people really understand why that person is being highlighted in that way. Um, the other thing I really want to say is, like, we're not here to whitewash folks. We're not giving appreciation in a non-genuine way. Like, we actually think someone's work product sucked, and there is, and we're really pissed about it, and so we're just giving positive appreciation. Like it's about giving a balanced set of both positive and negative feedback. Yeah. I mean, let's say that a work product really sucked. Like, but you know it's a 65-page document, and you know how hard this person worked. But they just didn't do it well. Yes. So you know, the balanced set of feedback is like, dude, you really worked your ass off to, to produce this. And I hate to say, you, you completely missed the mark. Um, and we got to figure out what's wrong, what, how that happened. But like, this is what didn't work for me.
1: Yeah, um, it, it has to be accurate, authentic, and sincere for mm-hmm. it to work. I mean, th- that can be very simple, like you know, literally just kind of like what what people have said that you appreciated and the impact mm-hmm. it had on you. But yeah, it, it, it's not going to work if you're making stuff up or it doesn't sync up with reality. People are going to start to be like, you know, roll their eyes, you know, yep. when you do it if you're just tacking this on,
0: right. And the other thing that we're not doing is we're not holding back on negative feedback or on holding people accountable. You know, like, even in, as I work with clients, like, let someone go, right? You can really appreciate them and what they've done, and, like, it's not working out, right? So that, you know, it's it's balanced. Um, so it's a both-and situation. But what I see is that people give a lot of negative feedback, like 10 to 1. Uh, compared to positive feedback and you know there's a lot of research says that it should be opposite it should be 10 pieces of positive feedback to every negative one you know my approach is simply balance it like give both give positive and negative and you know the plus delta is the simplest way that i know to do that in an intentional way yep. you're not bamboozling anybody you're not doing the feedback sandwich it's just hey this is what worked and this what could be you know could be done better in the future, and it has that future orientation when you do give the negative feedback.
1: Yeah, and so it's, you know, if you're wanting to integrate this more into your culture, you know, pretty simple things. It's like you know, when a task is completed, you know, within a, a reasonable turnaround, give feedback balanced, um, but you know, take notes on it and like seek opportunities to give feedback. Like collect the information. You know, maybe after a meeting, you know, either internally or, or or write it down. And then if, you, if you're doing a, a, a report broadcast to your team afterwards or, you know, you're, you're encountering people in one-on-ones, you know, just, just load up uh, mm-hmm. one to a few uh, specific things that you experienced with them, the impact that that had. And that's going to go a long way towards people being like, oh, this person's actually paying attention to me. I'm going to work harder. I want to perform better so that what they see is what I want them to
0: see. Yeah, and the piece of that you just said that I really want to emphasize is that pr- appreciation is proactive. Yes. It's not something that you're sitting back and waiting for opportunities, like, oh, wow, this person did a truly excellent job, and I'm going to r- respond to that. It's you actually are actively looking for what people are doing that's working so that you could appreciate it. Um, yes. So seek opportunities to appreciate people, collect the information, as we talked about, write it down and find those opportunities like you you have to actually you know seek them out and make it happen uh, yep. for it to work for there to be enough of it.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean the last thing I'll say on this is just like it's it doesn't take a lot and you will get better at it and you really can transition into the category of people that people look at and be like wow that person it's really not all about them they're actually paying attention to what I'm doing and when they see me working when I'm delivering for them like I want to deliver my best because you know, they're paying attention.
0: Yeah. You know, when I personally really regret not appreciating more is when it's time to actually deliver the negative feedback. And I realize that we don't have a mood of respect and rapport. Right. And it's like, oh, and you know, it's like, by the way, I really like all the things you're doing. And I tend to go generic. It's like that those are the times I really feel it when I should like, dang, I should have done this more because now we're in this bind. Yes. To give some really negative feedback.
1: Social equity is a bank account. And if you're not making deposits into that bank account, it becomes real hard when you want to make a withdrawal from it.
0: (laughs) Indeed. So the key takeaway here is that appreciation is one of the least expensive ways to motivate people and build rapport. It is dramatically utilized as a leadership tool. It's dramatically underutilized as a motivational tool. And it consistently produces good results, especially when it's done with specificity. The circumstances, what actually happened, the impact on you, and or the future that it opened up.
1: Thanks, Jason. I really appreciated this conversation
0: with you today. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Uh, to the listeners out there, and you know, we're all leaders in our own way. We hope that this conversation has been helpful.